Okay, what's a meal that you ate as a child that you used to make for yourself that was kind of like pathetic and gross, but that you loved? Mm, I got a couple. Okay. Um, I'll start with a warmed up tortilla. You put sour cream on it. You sprinkle a, a little bit of salt. Oh, yeah. And that's the important part. I'm not big into salt, mm -hmm. but it just like lets the sour cream, you know, speak a little. <laughs> <laughs> and then you roll it up and it's the most pathetic, delicious snack of a taco. That's got to um, be through a lot of times. Yep. That little taco. It's delicious. If you have some lime laying around. If you're feeling saucy, just like throw in some, yep. you know, tapatio or whatever the mm -hmm. fuck. Yeah, it's amazing. The Good snack. The other one, very similar, same vein. Um, learned this from my dad because he's not the, the the best cook, but he's <laughs> he's a resourceful man, and he would uh, get a tostada, put either mayo or sour cream. It's like whatever is within arm's reach. Doesn't whatever's, matter. Whatever's and then a, and then a few dots of uh, of of Valentina. Yeah. A life Wait, of poverty. That's yeah. what is the implication that this should be a shameful meal? Because no, no, no. all it of these are phenomenal. No, it means that these no. are just like baseline, uh, bottom of the barrel, like production. But in terms of they deliver, that's fine. Yeah. I used to try to make pizza just on like sliced bread. Mm. All the time. Oh, oh me too. Like, oh, bagels. It was terrible. Yeah, and I, it was bad, but I would try to do different. Like, I would, like, go in the lab on that. Because I was like, man, pizza's <laughs> so good. This is fucking bread. I got some sauce. I got some cheese. Like, what the fuck? On a slice should, of bread? Yeah, I should be able to do this. So I, I never really worked out the combination. I but did I was, it on saltines, even. Oh, I, I, <laughs> bagels. Wow. I did on do English, bagels, guys. English muffin is sort of mm. sort of holds. It sort of holds if you do that. The nooks and crannies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like it's it. the nooks and the crannies yeah. is what does it. Both of them. Both I like the crannies tandem. more than the nooks. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody talks about crannies on their mm -hmm. own. Yeah. Everybody got to, you got to lead with the with the nooks. Under, like, underrated. Sometimes the nooks come without crannies. Yeah, no, I've never seen a cranny on its own without a nook. Hmm. Uh, you, you know what nerds like that? Yeah, an everlasting one is uh, migas, just like uh, yeah. tortillas fried up, and then you just throw some eggs in that shit. Yeah, the easiest thing in the world. That's it. It's the the greatest thing, the greatest breakfast. Yeah. If that's you're broke, I mean that'll get shit. You even if you're not, shit. yeah. I I don't know if I told you about the time I survived on just like eggs and a baguette for like four days in Spain. Because I just was too proud to ask anyone mm. for help. And so I just like, I was like almost gagging at the end. Maybe I'm empachar, you know? <laughs> and I, I just couldn't. I, I couldn't ask for help. Like, goddamn. We're fucked up. Uh, we're broken. Yeah, ask for help, I guess, is the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. please. Uh, I was talking to my, to my wife the other day, and she mentioned that in college, she survived out of sheer necessity. Uh, survived on a single Hershey's bar for an entire week of school. <gasps> oh, she didn't I want to faint. Just like one, like one square a day. Like, it, it, think about it that way. Essentially that, right? Like, oh, I'm just going to take this square. Man. I'm going to eat that today. No no money in the meal plan. Shit. You know, you're at the end of the semester. It is what it is. You're not, you don't feel like calling your parents to be like, yo, I got, or not, you don't feel like it. That's not a, it's not a thing an we option. Do. Not, a, yeah. not an option really. And so like, I'm like, oh, that's some wild shit. That's some wild shit. That's intense. Yeah, I would have fainted. I would have been such a baby about it. I would have like, probably offered. I would have. I definitely would have sold my body for food. Or like day three. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like oh I'm like I'm like whatever I needed to do. I'm like I'm yeah. done. Day three is like yeah. holy shit. I'm, yeah, I'm Fifteen minutes after lunch on day one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh, I'm freaking out. I'm like oh shit. 
I need dessert. Oh shit! I'm doing whatever I need to do. I don't care. I'm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would have sold some textbooks, honestly. <laughs> yeah. The the um, one more that comes to mind. It comes with age though, because you can't fry things when you're really little. But as you get older, is wrapping a hot dog in a tortilla. Oh, and then yeah. f- light frying it all around. So the dog oh, cooks. The ghetto it's, flauta. It's, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, the dog flauta. Yeah. I, I always, always eat that. So you so could so put you condiments say, on so it, too. You, a hot dog, you, you put a hot dog in a tortilla and you fry it. Light fry. Look, you yeah. got to slice up the hot dog real nice. Oh, I, thought, like, I was thinking, no, 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 I was thinking a, a whole hot it's dog. Whole. No, it's a whole hot that dog. That is correct. You, have to like, you gotta give it the little slits. Some slits. To let it breathe. To let it cook know. internally. Oh, to not let it... Let like, it hold it, some oil. Otherwise, yeah. it's gonna like warp and become like a weird hot dog. What about... Can I just... It, it, like your families in Mexico, if they saw what y'all were doing... They'd be Appalled it. and they'd be, proud? They'd be yeah. Like, would, they be, would they be like upset? Would they nah. be like, wow, it's kind of cool? I mean... They make do too. Mexico's so influenced by the United States. Like... We create like all sorts of weird Mexican shit here, you know, like uh, all of those mangonadas. I think are from the United States, and and then we, we like take them back to the motherland and shit. It's yeah. amazing. It's so interesting, or like those crazy snacks with uh, all the you know different cheeses and the flaming hots and you know whatever. I don't know what they're called, but I just find it so fascinating that like. You take Mexican culture, you put it here, it creates a whole other culture, and then you can take it back to Mexico. Yeah, interesting. It's beautiful. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, enjoy your hot dog uh, tortillas and shit. Mm -hmm. It's tasty. So you're not interested. That's what I'm hearing here. I'm kind of interested in that, if I'm being honest. I'm really interested in that, actually. That sounds pretty It's good. like a better corn dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds better. like a corn dog that's not as like true bready. Yeah. And bready. And yeah. sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. You guys yeah. put ketchup on that flauta? I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I I do. And I have no shame. Yeah. Would you, you ever put a ketchup me. on a corn tortilla in another instance? Like no, that? no, no other no, instance. No, 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 keep no. it far far separate. Mm-hmm. So how does that work for that? Because the hot dog, I don't know. The hot dog makes it like, okay. It's fried and it's like the hot mm-hmm. dog. And it's like carnival that, food. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's something that you eat and then maybe you feel a little bit like shit about, you know. <laughs> That's, and it's fine. Mm. It's fine. I, I, uh, I did... Just grits, like like grits all day, like that's ah. like I would just <laughs> so easy and cheesy, cheesy sweet. Yeah. Oh. What, what kind? <laughs> Anything. So sometimes if I didn't have cheese, cheese would be preferred, but I would put sugar in that bitch sometimes. For oh. real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes okay. you know, yeah, you, you, you have strong feelings about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I did both. I would do both. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So sometimes you are trying to survive. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. That argument always to me feels like green salsa versus red salsa. I'm like. I love them both. Yeah, sure, I might have a preference, but I'm not going to no. die on either of these hills. No. Who's silly. making me pick? Stop it. Exactly. That's what, I would that's prefer. Yeah, why you need me to pick for? I mean, I prefer the the savory over the sweet, but it's like, it's no problem. Put yeah. sugar, and I got no issue with that. Like, sure, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People with no personality probably need something, a, a hill to die it. on. That's their yeah. whole thing. That's their whole brand. Yeah. We don't always need that. <laughs> <laughs> We have other things we can. The spokesperson. I got a quick text from everybody. (laughs) It's like when an adult keeps talking about what their favorite color is, and you're like, "You're grown." Yeah, I thought we all grew this long time. Yeah, like I don't care. The amount of time someone spends talking about high school, 
is also a telltale sign about like, oh, I'd rather not ever talk to you again. Like I, I get every once in a while having like something like that coming up naturally. But if like your go to and that those that's your Yeah. Your yeah. time your time in life where you felt like you were at the right. top dog, I'm like just let me know. I didn't know we weren't doing that anymore. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> we're just going yeah. into I know something. y'all should have just I mean this is my way of saying take the fucking letterman yeah. jacket. I don't off. think you needed to say it here. I was captain of the badminton team. Soccer team. The, uh, badminton soccer team. team. We don't have a badminton. No, no, sir. Please. But I'll stop. Yes. Welcome to No Chingas, um, our podcast in which Erica L. Sanchez and the No Chingas crew explore issues, questions, and assorted chingaderas. The Black and Latino Coalition is solving the world's problems one shit-talking session at a time. No Chingas. We have no idea what we're doing, but let's keep it moving with the unearned confidence of a mediocre white man. Hi. This is Erica Sanchez, and I am a Chicagoan with a really aggressive accent. Uh, Martin Malecho, a.k.a. Juan Swanson, <laughs> Ph.D. in Pendejadas from Danny Trejo University. Um, and I've recently started exploring the new Aldi's. All these nuts. Nope. Yeah, Damn yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, I baited you and I was hoping it was too soon. Too soon. I've heard that yeah. one too, too many times. Too soon and I regret everything. Also, she's an Aldi expert. She's like, I haven't seen any new Aldi's. So. That's yeah. true. I love Aldi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Aldi. Aldi's nuts. Aldi's nuts. <laughs> no. You walked into it backwards. Yeah. That's no, just. Yeah. You, you sidestepped the first one. That wasn't right. Doesn't count. And let me get. Yeah, let me get back to my somber tone. My name is Roddy. <laughs> Doesn't want to be here. I, I don't, don't think. I don't want to be here, but I feel like I have to be for the children. So that's why I'm here. Give him some game. Let We're very know. grateful for your time and service. You're welcome. Yeah, he always walks in with that, like from the cartoons with the when somebody was running away from home. They'd have the stick with the like the thing at the end. Yeah, yeah the, bindle. Yeah, he's always ready to go on a moment's yeah. notice. Got a bindle. And same yeah. here. I mean, I'm Jorge, but if someone calls me George. I got my uh, I got my carry on ready. I'm ready to <laughs> to never be on this podcast again. If if you call me George, oh wow, yeah, but y'all wouldn't, y'all wouldn't do that to me. Well, maybe mm. in a fit of anger. We do get my name. Yeah. We do get angry. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I set myself up for that. Well, with, anyway. <laughs> yeah. With that, let's get into no chingas. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a juicy one? I think I got. I think I have one. I'm just excited to talk about this because, uh, so, uh, my no chingas is is my boy, Afro Man. <laughs> if you don't remember Afro Man, he sings very famous songs called "Because I Got High," and it's like you know I was gonna go do some shit, but I got high. Great song, fucking, epic song. Came out like 2000. Came out like two decades ago. And you know it's he's universal. Been, it's beloved, song. Yeah. yeah, beloved song. Shit is dope. And you know he's been making music ever since. He's the dude from L.A. You know what I'm saying? He's just like a, I think, you know, and he and he's made a bunch of just sort of funny, but 
rap shit like this. And he's consistently done it. And he's consistently toured, too. So he's been getting money. Anyway, he's got this house in Ohio. I guess Adams County. And the reason I know the county is because his uh, his home got raided by the Adams County Sheriff on with, like, some warrant they got. But, you know, it was wrong because there was, like, narcotics and kidnapping was from the warrant. And they searched his whole house. The only thing about it is his, his his wife and kids were home, so they were able to videotape some of it. And he had his entire house under surveillance camera. So the whole raid was caught on video. And, this, and what he did with this shit is he just made a whole bunch of songs and posted a video and made music videos of the footage of these sheriffs ransacking the shit, just fucking clowning these motherfuckers. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was fucking, it's fucking brilliant. I saw, That's amazing. I yeah. saw one song called Help Me Pay For My Broken Door. Yeah. Because they fucking kicked his door down. Yeah. And I'm sure the YouTube plays yeah, at this point have got, paid for the door. It's got millions and millions of views oh on it. God, Love that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's really beautiful in, the, a, in a way. The best one he has, he has this one song called Lemon Pound Cake, which is oh, yeah, which he uses good. he uses uh, the footage again. And it's like one of the clips uh, is this, this officer, like he's like looking through the house in the kitchen. He stops. And looks down at this lemon pound cake. It does looks back take. up, but then yeah. he looks right back down at the yeah. pound cake because he's like, mm. <laughs> and then he just kept playing that over and over again and made a lemon song called Lemon Pound Cake. How this officer wants this lemon pound cake and fucking clowns his ass. But here's the best part this is where, so this was pretty popular when it happened. Like it was funny. People were into this shit. And he started selling merch off of this shit and all this shit. But then, like a couple of days ago, the, the Adams County Sheriff's officer sued Afro Man. For like privacy violations stuff, because he's using their yeah. likeness in the videos and stuff. Like so that. They, they were in his. So house. they busted yeah. into his home, found absolutely nothing. nothing. Found nothing. Traumatized his family. But now they're yeah. suing him. Yeah. Oh, also yeah. they took like five Gs from him. Only gave him back like forty six hundred. They shorted him four hundred. Had to go back and get that four hundred for him too. Before all, yeah, before they sued him, like they, like. This shit is like, yeah. he got all, and he's just, the thing is, he's just got him so good. He's clowning the fuck out of them. It's so I mean, beautiful. I the, love this shit. They're hilarious. I commend you, yes, Afro Man. I commend you for well this done. shit. It's fucking This is a case though. I want to follow. Really, you know how they, really always, funny. they always convince us to follow these goddamn uh, Stacey Petersons or whoever the fuck they tell us stuff. This is a case I want to follow. I'm like, I want him <laughs> to win and get even more out of so this. He's clowning these motherfuckers. Yeah. Yo, you got to see the shit. You well, have to see it. That reminds me of what we've been talking about recently of um, black laughter and joy and how it was literally impossible sometimes for them to express it because they would, you know, be punished severely uh, during slavery. And I, I think that it's so amazing when people who have been oppressed are able to like transform that oppression and make it into something so um, transcendent that like you can't even really wrap your mind around. You know, like when I, I think of um, rap, for instance, and how, um, you know, black people were suppressed for so long in this country and then eventually it just kind of it exploded that creativity that all of that desire came out and i just find it really really interesting there's nothing more subversive than laughing and or creating art in any form in spite of those conditions right like that just like if you're talking about the human spirit and you want to celebrate like what's possible like that that shit is 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 uh 
is fantastic. And it, it does, it makes me connect to like these examples of like kind of in the, in the Mexican community where mm -hmm. somebody will get like, there'll be a racist in a neighborhood who goes out and yeah. like goes after like a, a street vendor. And then <laughs> the Mexican response, which fucking, I, I love this shit is like, Oh, you don't like us. All right. We're coming over. And then they like, we're partying. We're having a taquero here. We're having all the loudest music we can find. And we're just going to fucking chill here. So it's not aggressive. It's just like, it's just funny as fuck. Like, we're going to show you our art. We're going to show you our, our our cuisine. And we're just going to fucking enjoy a party and fuck y'all. Like, yeah. joy is, is defiance. Yep. You know, like to experience joy, even though these motherfuckers want you dead. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's an amazing thing to see. And, um, you know, I, it, it's just so hard to, like, even comprehend that that during slavery people weren't allowed to gather at all or to laugh or to look happy or to worship in a place like they weren't allowed to do anything because they knew or or they believed that you know um that would lead to some sort of revolt and it's like well why wouldn't these people revolt in yeah. these conditions um like that that hypocrisy of of pretending that they didn't believe that they were human. Um, but then, you know, treating, dehumanizing them um, and taking their humanity, it, it's just mind boggling. Yeah. I, I can't really put it all together well, yet, but. They were trying to convince themselves. Like they were right. like, they were like, well, we, they can't be human. If we're doing this to them, they can't be human. So we need to treat them in, you know, these types of ways. Uh, right. No, I was going to say the same thing y'all already brought up. It's like we've come such a long way, and it is beautiful from us who know the history and know what actually happened to see the 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 gap that, that's taken place where they weren't able to show joy, they weren't able to show any happiness and, and, and good feelings, and now you got, you know, black folks, like, leading, you know, um, what is comedy, what is, like, entertainment. The culture, And all these yeah. things that are in the culture in general. Yeah. And it's all these things that are now very joyous, um, but it, it's been such a, a switch where in the back, they, back then they just couldn't, they weren't allowed to, to, to show joy and, and, and be happy and, and laugh. You know, we, still, we still did, yeah. though. We still did, though, yeah. in so many yeah. different ways. You know? and, and it's like why black churches are so much crunker than white churches. Where else yeah. are you supposed to, no. you know, while at it? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's just shit like that. And, and like, you know, <laughs> to pretend like, you know, white folks... And people who, you know, the, the slave holders, they, they thought about this stuff all They thought about the institution all the time. They had to, like, because they, cause they wanted, they're doing business. They're like, you know, they had to, they struggled with the idea of, like, the humanization all the time. Not struggled with it ethically, but just how are we going to do this? To Always continue, thinking yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't like, should we be doing this? It's like, how the fuck do we keep... How do we justify <laughs> like this? And they're like, how do we... Yeah. Do, like, like think, for example, like in Massachusetts, early on, 1700s, when they... There's like 5,000 enslaved Africans, and they were trying to, you know, tax people on their value. And they were like, how do we count the humans' value? And they're like, oh, man. So they just, they put them in the hog category. Oh, my God. So they God. were taxed, enslaved people were taxed like hogs for the slave owners in Massachusetts. So they thought about this shit all the time, and they were like, okay, we got to do stupid little things to keep this going. That are utterly ridiculous fucking things to what keep fucking this going. Uh, but yeah, look that shit up. It's, it's facts. That's disgusting. 
Yeah. Didn't know oh, that one. Just we should probably drop it just for folks that might have missed that last episode where we talk about um, how so many of these older families. That's why I kind of hate the term old money. When someone brings that up, I'm like, don't ever say that shit around me like it's something flattering. Like, like oh, they got old money. It's like, dude, do you know what that even means? They've got blood on their Yeah. Hands. A lot of them held their wealth in like slaves as assets. Like, you know, a rich person wasn't maybe didn't have a ton of. Um, you know, cash money bills at his home, but he had like, you know, a lot of slaves and that made him very rich. It's the same rational. Listen, the, the economics of this really worked for America and it's just, and, and for capitalism, for, for white people that were running this, it really, really worked for them. The economics worked, you know, and you created value in, in, in people that you held, that you could had full control over. That's why there was such resistance to, to like, removing that institution. Right. I mean, like, literally over half the South's total net worth, like, of slave states were in slaves. Like, over half. So, you know, I mean, like, that's just capitalism 101. So you now you th- just think about today how we treat, people treat labor and stuff like that. It, I did, it's just like, it's, it's always been about the bottom line. And squeezing and squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. How can you we know, get the for most sure. yeah. for the least? And like, how can we do it? What's the yeah. ethical line? Like, which where's the ethical line? And how can we fucking lay on it, right? And then try to hold it down as far as we can. And just Including keep doing it forever. White people. Yeah, that, know, that's like, the thing. Of, of course. Yeah, yeah, like this is detrimental to them as well. But, to everyone, and, and right? yet they still often just cling to this idea of whiteness uh, because that makes them feel safer it's it's so bad too that we we sometimes don't even think about the language that has still with us that sort of indi- alludes to some of the things that were existed way back in the day including and this is one that i learned about probably within the last year barrel of laughs you guys ever heard the origin of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, we were, so no. it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote the, uh, what am I quoting here? This is, I, I want to get this right. The Black Youth Project, but I've heard this and I've read this everywhere, but enslaved Africans were not allowed to laugh on plantation, on some plantations, right? Think, just, let, let, let's stop there. I'm going to finish the quote, but just stop Still there. Still right? insane to you start are not even. Allowed, yeah. So the fact that like whenever you see, like you're talking about black joy, I'm like, you're talking about black humor. You're talking about, these are, these have always been subversive. And it's like just watching it sort of like now in its manifestation now is so inspiring and so awesome because I, I'll finish the quote. Uh, and so in, in an act of defiance and as a mode of survival, uh, enslaved people often stuck their heads into barrels in order to laugh out of sight and out of earshot of white enslavers. This apparently is where we get the term barrel of laughs. And just think about that. No, I always thought about that shit. Like, you know, you know how <laughs> black folks who are in the movie theater are like, something's really funny. We run and we're so joyous and we, but I think they're running away. Yeah. It might have been because we had to get to that barrel and that's, back and in the day. That's oh what people God. are assuming. So, yeah. for, like, for, like this shit's so crazy. Like, it's that so deep, y'all. Me. Like, it's that makes me. That makes me want to cry. Like, I'm like, why'd Roddy leave the room? Yeah. <laughs> Roddy, <laughs> yeah. you coming back, dude? Yeah. Well, something's really funny. He takes, like, a few steps yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> I love when people clap and run yeah. and, like, run in circles and, you Emote, know? man. Like, you know, yeah. like, show emotion. That's, see, like, like you know, this... I, I don't know, I call it like white propriety, I guess, or just culture, like how oh, you're supposed yeah. to be, how you, how you act. Decorum, civilized. professionalism, all of the th- words yeah. that we use to yeah. just describe like, this is the norm. And when 
another person acts a certain way, then that's wrong, and they need to correct it. No, I definitely been in like I, I one time I started a job, and they were just like, you know, like I was just like laughing, and someone came in and was like, you know, we just don't have anyone who laughs that loud around here like you, man. Like, uh, like oh like, my god, they couldn't even say it. Like Roddy, it's just great. It's just good. Great to have you around. Like, it's just, that like, energy is yeah, fantastic. And I was like, okay. Wow. I was like, I literally, and I didn't even think because I was just chill. Someone said something funny, and I was like, I was like, you know, yeah. like, because <laughs> that's what you do because you're a human being. Yeah, like, what are we restraining ourselves? Yeah, for, for what? Because we're in an office. Like, that's so sad. I've gotten a lot of flack for my laugh because it's very loud, and I I understand that it can startle people. But <laughs> like, damn, I, I've gotten some really hateful vibes and looks from white folks just because I I laugh so loudly and it's like yeah. bitch i am happy like are you mad that i'm happy you know yes. that's that's what i wonder like why are you so afraid of feeling your fucking feelings and being in your body and just yeah. existing in the moment yeah like, go dance go yeah. laugh go enjoy enjoy um, i uh have a story that that aligns super closely it just happened too um i have um uh, a cousin and, and uh, his father would be my uncle, right? And they were catching up after, like you know, like that's how families that work. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is mathematically. Exactly. No, you did the math. Thank yeah, you for yeah. thank you for drawing the family yeah, tree I'm for us. The physics we major. We appreciate that. That's how that works. That's good. Okay. Um, no, but they were they were catching. Yeah. <laughs> they were catching up, and they were at a bar in a slow night, and um, they this I've actually it's funny the place they went to I know the person the the like manager bartender whatever they're talking about it's a place i've gone once and i said i don't like that person like their whole energy yeah. they had like a punisher sticker on their little like dodge durango no, no, no. he had just like real ill vibes it was like dude you own a bar this should be real joyous right and anyway he told me the story and i started like thinking like i know exactly who you're talking about they were at a bar catching up after months of not seeing each other him his his father his mother and his uh fiance and um, it was on a slow night. It was like on a Tuesday night where this bar could for sure just like use the business. They were laughing and telling stories. But because it was in Spanish, I'm pretty sure that's why they got like cut off. Apparently, they were like almost like no. got, got their drinks cut off. Like you guys are done, he said. Holy shit. Almost on the uh, under the guise of like like I'm cutting them off like alcohol wise. But I think you were cutting them off joy-wise. Yeah. Like, I think Culture you wise. didn't like them laughing, speaking in Spanish. Because yeah. you felt threatened. Like, it was mm -hmm. about you or it didn't include you and it didn't center you. Yeah. So, there's it takes on different forms. So but it happens to... every day. That was a Tuesday night at a place who could. You're, I, you're trying to, like, have a nice time with your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that happens to you. Like, they damn. were too loud. About, like, la you know, like, to them, it's, like, too loud. It's. It's too joyous and it's in a language I don't oh, understand. Oh, that. Yo, I, I remember. Oh, go can ahead. I do no, no, mine? please. It's just, it directly correlates to this thing I just remembered and that came up recently. But um, when my poetry book came out in 2017, I went to the Poetry Foundation to meet Rigoberto Gonzalez, um, my mentor, to. Um, you know, uh, do an interview for Poets and Writers, and I was really excited, and I hadn't seen him in a long time. And Anyway, we went to, it was a Saturday, and we went to the library in the building, and we were just chatting and, you know, catching up, and 
um, I'm sure I cackled a few times because that's what we do. And so um, we got asked to leave because we were too loud. The fuck out of here. Yeah. And I was like, wait, how is this happening? Like, we're here. You know who we are. Like, we're, we're this is a professional meeting. Like, what the fuck? It was just unbelievable. I could not understand and um yeah and like it was never really rectified to my liking but um anyway that's another example of when my laugh has made people feel weird. it's a great example i think it's whiteness defines the parameters of what's acceptable right because for so long uh whiteness has like controlled those limits and so when you defy them right and i'm not thinking you're being subversive you're just laughing you're just being yourself right like Roddy's doing his thing and he's like that shit was funny and I was yeah. cracking up right like mm-hmm. you're you're laughing at, at the poetry center and you're la- you're, you're cracking up and it's like I'm with my friend but you gotta that that needs to be corralled because yeah. you're outside of that norm and I have this weird flashback to like being in fourth grade and this idea of like whiteness being centered so often right in class and we would have kids come in who are new arrivals all the time right and so I was like fourth grade and I'm like my first language is still Spanish but I know English I'm sitting in a fourth grade classroom and a new kid comes in and I'm just vibing with this kid. We've talked before or whatever. And I'm like talking to him. He asked me a question because obviously the English, the teacher was speaking in English. So he's confused. And I'm like, yo, so she said X, Y, or Z literally all I was saying. And then the teacher fucking zeroed in on me and was telling me not to speak Spanish. And I'm like, are you, even as a fourth grader, like as much, and, and I follow the rules, right? I'm going to, I guess I got to follow these rules. I recognize how stupid that was because I'm like, I'm, and I explained, I'm like, he, I, he asked a question and I fucking answered it. And yet that was out of bounds. Right. So yeah. this idea of like, well, no, 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 no. He's got to learn his way. I'm like, how is that by magic? Yeah, like, like what, why, why does he have to learn his yeah. way? Like what, like without any it's so help. Cruel. It's so, yeah. Like, why can't you? Think about what it's like to be a person, not you. Yeah. Like, why is that so fucking hard for people? Where, where it's bullshit, too, is the second they do it, then it's, like, now, like, okay. Like, now, like, they're twerking, and then, like, it's not ghetto anymore. It's it's TikTok. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. No, you're like, absolutely 100%. No. It's like, so they take these things. And, listen, young, yeah. listen, you youngins. Let me tell you something about fucking twerking, all right? Like, I, I don't know when y'all heard about this shit. The twerking <laughs> has been going on in, in Atlanta, Georgia for fucking... 40 motherfucking years, all right? And we've been calling it twerking, and we knew what twerking was, and it kind of went away for a little bit until all of a sudden, like, the rest of y'all were like, oh, twerking. Uh, White like, like, influencers it's, it's jumped like, in. Yeah, it, so, like, I, it's, Cyrus. like, fucking insane. I was like, wait, what? Like, like there's uh, Ying Yang Twins, Whistle While You Twerk. That was, like, the 90s, maybe early 2090s, and that was just, like, that was a popular song for us. So, like, there was shit going on way before it. Which is still one of the funniest yeah. fucking titles great, for a great song. song. Yeah. And, and I love this sample. Great. I mean, it's like the, <laughs> well, it's the, it's the Seven Dwarfs. Like, whistle why you twerk. Yeah. Like, come on. But the difference is... Fucking brilliant. The difference is crazy, though. Yang, and yang, this is like, the dang. Like, yeah. yeah. What's up? Sorry. No, hell yeah. <laughs> twerking is... Has a, has a beautiful, rich history. We're um, all twerking but, yeah. as we record this yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the sound That's why we're out of breath. <laughs> that is a disturbing image Wait, but I, ha- I have one more example And I, I just want y'all to chime in and think uh, Tell me what you would think would happen If this group was black or brown So Ooh, we I were, love that yeah, game yeah. So yeah, we were at this uh, at this bar Like um, a popular bar in Chicago pr- pr- Like big uh, 
Um, Harry Carries? No, no. Yeah, that that's not it. We weren't, we weren't eating cheeseburgers. No cheeseburgers. Um, we were at this newer, like, big bar, and then, um, you know, it's like it's like uh, Sunday, like, uh, brunch, you know, and you know how they get. Um, and it was, like, uh, noon or, like, 1 p.m., and they had just gotten there. This table next to us had just gotten there, and I see... Uh, one or two of them get on the table and try to like do a thing because they're just drunk. They feel you know they feel like they can do anything. Oh, this is why bottomless mimosas. No, no, one of the uh, these were adults. These were like kids in their twenties. Bottomless mimosas are a problem. No, yeah. but they had why. just gotten there. Just got sat. They hop on the table. They shake and all the drinks they just got served got spilled. <gasps> it, I would no. now let's flip it and do this like hypothetical scenario. Oh. If any of those, if that table was black or brown, they had just gotten there. They got feet on table. They don't know how to behave. We don't feet where we the eat. Into a whole thing. I tell calls. my kids. I tell my kids we eat here. We don't feet here. <laughs> yeah, I tell them that. All should have, the time. Should, they should. They should. Their parents should have told them. Yeah. But I, I got really mad in that different. moment because yeah. they got to. They cleaned up the table, got them new drinks, and they got to have a, a a ball of a time. I know for a fact if it was me and my homies from growing up, um, we'd have to. We'd be finding another bar and ordering an Uber. No, in I think that you moment. might be in jail even. Like, things escalate very quickly. Yeah, because now you're beefing with the security and then the it's police. Just, that glass yeah. was broken, and yeah. now that's obviously a sign yeah. of some sort of, like, aggression. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's just different for people of color, especially black people. You know, like, it's just it, it, navigating the world and, like, and like dealing it, with people's feelings about it your skin color. Yeah, you know, and, like, when we're in large groups, white folks, we know we make you uncomfortable. And guess what? We don't give a fuck. Like, that's on you. Like, you need to figure out why the fuck that makes you so uncomfortable. Like, we understand, we know that it does. Like, we, it's fucking obvious on your fucking face and the way you act and the shit you do. Like, I, don't, I never, like, especially when I was, like, in college or high school, when I was in large groups with black folks, like, it was, like, crazy. So, we know, motherfuckers, like, it's not, it's obvious. So, like, you need to figure out what the fuck's going on with you and figure out why, like, us laughing really hard makes you so fucking uncomfortable. Like what? What is that? Who does that, that? Who does that go back to? It's also like um, that barrel of laughs, like origin story, where their grandparents didn't like to see. Maybe that's in black joy and black on. humor. Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah. I mean, dog. You, we deep. talk about traumas being passed down, or whatever deep. that, whatever they that. Yeah, they have too. trauma from this too. Like this system is fucked up. It fucked them up too. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just how, how black and brown people have so much trauma. Like, they have trauma for this. They, and they will, will, are certainly not facing that shit. No, 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 like, no, no. So, so you, I mean, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, we talk yeah. about how this, this runs through your DNA. It carries on from And it's on both sides. So, if, yeah. you go, if you go back in history and you go, white folks have internalized this. And they go, that's not acceptable. Like, that is yeah. something that's out of pocket. And that needs to be addressed this minute, sir. And I want to speak to the manager to make sure that this is addressed. On the same fucking token, for survival's sake, black and brown folks have taken this in. And you look at older black and brown folks, and they will tell you, hey, shut the fuck up. Because if you go, if you cross a certain line, they're going to call the manager, they're going to call the cops, and then this is going to become a thing bigger than it needs to be. So you almost have like a generational thing where like folks who have been victimized by those rules, who are now trying to like impart those on, those, on, on their kids and their grandkids saying like, look, I know, but you got to behave a certain way. And I think that becomes it's it's super it's complicated. A lot. Yeah. yeah, it's it does, so yeah. much to juggle. Yeah, and and like challenging all of those notions also like that is intense because like I mean 
have you ever seen like another possibility you know like mm -hmm. this is just what we know it's insane how do you handle that in like and i'm asking everybody here because everybody here is essentially a white collar worker to a certain degree or at least in certain spaces how do you handle that because roddy just kind of alluded to i was in a meeting and i fucking you know i laughed and this is what happened like how do you handle that in that meeting when you are or, or in those spaces when you are the minority oh. right like you might even be the only one in the room right like and, and that's 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 common unfortunately how do you point do my life, this point yeah. my life i don't give a fuck like I, i've been through so much like at work like as far as i'm concerned I don't give a fuck like about that. Like, like I really like it's it's like I'm at, I'm at the you know I'm at the like fuck around find out stage. Oh, for sure. So yeah. like try me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's how like and people have it's just happened. But like I f I'm always in like I'm not in the wrong though. Like you know what I mean? You're I'm not like, you're yeah. not at all in the wrong. Yeah. And so, I'm thinking all of us are of well, the same well, age yeah, for range. Us that, for us standing up for yourself as being like uh, sub, uh, subversive and like uh, confrontational. Yeah, no, and and it was and it was confrontational, but it was just some shit. that's yeah. like I'm not gonna allow that to happen now. The thing is, I've had, I've had people like, one job I popped off, and I had this like an older, black woman colleague who fucking saved me. She was brilliant. Like she just knew right. more. She had way more game than me, and she was like, she saw what was going on, and she was like, I got you, dog. And she, she, I mean, I it was it was, and I was like, oh shit, right? But and she really really helped me in that situation, and so like you know. But she also doesn't give a fuck. But she also has just seen more than me. I, I was like, I've seen it all. And she's like, I've seen a little, a little more stuff. Right. You know what I mean? And she, amazing. You know, and so she but really. She did that yeah. for you. And so, like, you know, uh, but, like, I know I, I have so much experience in, in this area. And then when I get in a place, I give off that aura. It's just like, it's not it's not about to happen. So me. I, I guess my, my follow-up to that, because I think a lot of us are in the same boat because we're not too far off age-wise, right? Like, it's not that big of a dramatic difference. Yeah. What do you tell somebody who's like the first one in that room? Like you're 20 something, you're fresh out of school and you're like, I'm sitting in this room. Something feels uncomfortable. I'm like, that's, that's a rough fucking place it's to be. It's hard. It's really hard. Cause I, I mean, could, I could say, I don't give a fuck. Cause I yeah. don't. Yeah, right. I'm different. with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Different when you're but I'm like, you're trying to carve so out different. your space. Yeah. You're trying to be safe. You're not trying to get fired. You know? Yeah. You need to eat. Yeah. So you're For not sure. going like, to get yourself fired. Yeah. Just, you know, like it's all strategy yeah and you know for me when i was in my 20s and uh, coming up and working in these like really terrible white spaces i would just make fun of it so hard and yeah. that's how i survived it i think and that's kind of where my um career began i started to blog and stuff and anyway um I was saying that to make a point, and then the point has no. Me. I hear, I hear you. It's like a. I would, I would give the same advice. It's like finding your voice. Yeah. So whether that's externally on on your own blog, yeah, internally, like if you can't there. Yeah, and like, not, and yeah, not every battle is gonna be your battle. But down, like I recently just told someone way older to not call me buddy because I'm not like uh, eighteen years old, and, and even that's giving a lot of slack. Buddy's like your twelve-year-old son. I don't like that. So I recently like, hey, uh, son. You, yeah, you could call, you could figure something else out. Don't buddy, yeah. don't pal me. We're equals. Don't Pe call me toots. Yeah, the working force is what from twenty to sixty. That range is all adulthood. Don't son me because yeah. I got a dad. Yeah. And I'll yeah. beat your ass. I, I, yeah, but, <laughs> but also like, you, like we all have a certain amount of privilege, right? At this for age sure. In our, That's what I was like, trying to get at. And, yeah, and in our careers, where yeah. like. 
we worked so hard to get to this place and now we can push so back. I'm saying you'll find it yeah, yeah. It, it'll happen you'll yeah. you'll get to the point where you can and th- that's I think um, something that I wish I would have known about yeah. well, you know when you get to the point that you can like yeah you're not gonna be there when you first you're not gonna know the rules like you're not yeah. just that's what I'm saying like, you're happy to be yeah. there no no you so you're not gonna know right you're gonna yeah so you, I mean I would I would recommend seeking out just older yeah. colleagues that yep. are that's, of color and just have been there for a minute and just you great. know to be like that's not just, right and just be straight yeah. with them and like mm-hmm. they might listen people are different they might like i think you should be very direct with yes them, and they might help you or they might be like i don't know what you're talking you, about and you like, have to be aware yeah, of that like, you know i mean 100 like, so, so it's like so it's either either that, like you know you keep searching for that like that's you know that's you gotta find your people and it's a different time now too like there are i mean i know a lot of places are trying to build in resources like a lot of companies and stuff are trying to build in resources for employees of color and all, like that that shit literally just never existed right roddy, roddy has a perfect example of the woman who sort of took him under his wing and said hey yeah. let me let me let me just school you real quick you do what you want with this information, mm-hmm. but I got to just let you know I've been through a few things. Yeah. Once you sort of like hit that cusp and you become that person, even if you don't think you're old enough to become like yeah. be that person, right? Like be that person. Go like, hey, I'm going to I'm just, just put to the side. Don't hoard. Yeah. But also, I, I think I think Roddick spoke to something that I think we don't talk about a, lo- a lot. For some people, they've had to compromise so much in those spaces as much as we want to say all like like black and brown folks are allies and are going to like help us walk this path and are going to be like you're saying you're saying tread lightly sometimes yeah. i mean you got to know who just you're dealing it, with just, just figure out who you got to feel it out you got to yeah. say you got to talk to the person you got to understand that because some of those folks have have had to ingest this have had to become a certain person to survive and they can i mean i'm going to be really blunt here they can often be your biggest adversary mm-hmm. So, like, again, like, if they're, I, if they're playing into the yeah. system for sure. And, and, yeah. and a lot of times they do because, like, yeah. hey, this is my livelihood. I feed my family with this yeah. shit and I've accommodated myself yeah. to such a degree. Right. And I've assimilated, which is that that's that word. I've assimilated and you better assimilate too, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I, and like, you know, I think being direct at work it, it politely in ways, you know, work like I actually and this is this is the story of a white person at work that like I was like, I respect <laughs> like he, I. I was in a meeting and the dude and like dude asked a question to the group and then he, he cut me off and was like, No, this is for this person. Like in this big meeting there. He just stopped me and was like, No, no, no. And I was like So I, I went up to him at the meeting, I was like, Yeah, I didn't appreciate you doing that. Please don't do that again. And then he sent me an email like I didn't and like he said so what usually happens when you do that is I give you in the office, if you do something like that, you accuse someone of doing some shit like that or just like they usually deny it. The, du- the double down. And they right. double, like, almost, almost, like, 90% yeah. of the time. For, like, for real. This happens. And they'll be like, no, it didn't really happen like that. Like, I don't, or I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that shit is, like, almost 95% of the time. This dude was like, damn, my bad. I'm really sorry I did He said email, right? And then he went and came and told me. He's like, he's like, I recognize I did that. And it was, like, an older white dude. He was like, I didn't realize I did that. I recognize that. How you feel about that? Like, I'm really sorry. I'm not going to do it again. And, like, that's it, though. And like, dog, I was like, that's amazing. it. Like, I wasn't even, I was, I liked him more then than I did before. Cause it, cause it yeah, never, it never happens. Cause it's like, he's like, yeah, that shit happened. And that's what, like, at work, yeah, yeah. at work was these things where it's like a little more you subtle. Get shit. You get gaslit. You get gaslit. I'll tell you, I didn't say For that. Sure. It didn't happen like that. Yeah. Like, all the time. So the fact that he just admitted, said, yeah, my bad, boom, bottom, like, I was like, Dude, like, all right, bam, boom, for sure. Like, I knew what type of person. I knew what type of person he was. You know what you get a lot, too, in these spaces, especially when you're one of the few? There's a a desire for incrementalism. 
Hey man, can't you just be happy with this one <laughs> little this microscopic movement we've made in the correct direction? Like after the George Floyd, you know, the, the unrest and everything else that's happened. It's like, hey, we put out a statement though. I'm like, and you've done zero with that, right? Like you've done zero with that. And you want me to just sit here and fucking smile and be happy about the fact that your leadership team looks fucking uh, you know what it looks like it's it's a bunch of white folks and you want me to be like but we're making the changes and we're going in the right direction and look at our statement we obviously believe in these things i'm like show me fuckers all right welcome to chingadadas i believe i said that perfectly it gets better every week it honestly. does yeah thank yeah. you disagree this is where Yikes. we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about and i think you know I think we got some good shit this time, yeah, for once. For once. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so I got some questions on Instagram from some, some of you fine people, and um, I wanted to answer them. And so I, I'm not a psychologist. Uh, I'm not a counselor. I am just some... You know, broad with a lot of opinions. And so just take everything with a grain of salt and we do. other spices. And so here we go. Here's this interesting question. Two months down at a new job, major imposter syndrome. How do I overcome this? Well, first of all, I think that... The fact that you are feeling this way indicates that you're traumatized in some form, uh, that you're, you may be an overachiever, that you work really hard to um, feel seen uh, uh, in the world and to, you know, make money. And so um, this is my assumption because I, I can relate to that. Um, wanting to, you know, be the first in your line to, to have a good job and to have a nice car and to have, you know, all the things. Um, but the imposter syndrome, I just think th that you have to understand that white people aren't better than you in any form, that you are just as talented and amazing and um that you have like this the wisdom of your ancestors that you have all of these things to give that you sometimes speak two languages you know like it's really uh, a beautiful thing to be bicultural and to have to hold these two cultures together and um i think you should see that as a strength and not as um, a hindrance and, and to just again rem just you'll see you'll start meeting the most basic white dudes and you're gonna be like this Making motherfucker yeah mm -hmm. this motherfucker is stupid not you thinking know? twice about it yeah and and like just you know embrace who you are and don't be sorry and don't be all humble and shit don't be like i see senor you know that's what they tell us to do and we shouldn't fucking do it. I'm done with it. I'm not going to be like all subservient like yeah. that. So that's that's some game. I, I hope that can help. 
Can I can I give you a shorthand to all of that? Which that was all wonderful yes, and please. wise and shit. But I'm not down with any of that. I don't like wisdom. I like shortcuts. Okay, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what would Mark Wahlberg do? What would Kevin James do? <laughs> These motherfuckers yeah. think that they are the Thank most you. talented individuals on the planet. Like, just use that. Yeah. Don't don't overthink. You're over, you're you're overthinking this shit. Like I'm not like in general. Let's not jump. There, Mark though. Wahlberg committed multiple hate crimes. Yeah, right. Kevin James, my I asked my wife. I'm like, what is his appeal? And she's like, well, he doesn't seem threatening. I'm like, that's the fucking bar. The, if bar. if these two guys are doing all right in life and going through it like they are fucking geniuses and fucking awesome in their field, which clearly, if you have eyes, they are not. Then you do you. You just do that exact same shit. Just channel yeah. that fucking confidence that you do yeah. not feel you deserve. But don't do the hate crimes, though. Yeah, yeah. don't do. Well, <laughs> go watch uh, yeah. one of what those. What would Mark movies? Wahlberg do? Yeah, honestly, yeah. so the two advice, months into so the, his job, so the yeah. advice is do. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg would have punched someone in the chest. Yeah. by now already an Asian person. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So why the Asian don't, community always? Well, no, no. Actually, he went after the Asian community and the black community. Oh, just my. to clarify. Okay. It's okay. I have one more. <laughs> yeah. And it is, how do I tell my family I'm seeing a psychiatrist? <laughs> and my answer is to just fucking tell them. And I understand that there's a lot of stigma and shame and all that nonsense, but we have to just decide that we're not going to participate in that anymore. And so really um i'm sorry that you feel that you can't tell your family something that is really important and that is perfectly normal um but i think we need need to just normalize it talk about it uh let them know what what it is tell your cousins tell your tias you know like we need to really um give each other information and share resources because so many people are struggling and they just don't know what to call it and and we have the language for it so we need to like be able to help them and so that's what i think also you know a lot of white people talk about therapy now they be in it they do it that's how i convinced one of my black friends to get the vaccine i was like i was like okay one there's a lot of black doctors that endorse this and those two i was like all the rich white people are getting it and then even lying mm-hmm. about it. Like, they're getting Like, why do you think they're Cutting getting Cutting in line, yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, exactly. He was like, okay, that's a good <laughs> Yeah. I was like, yo, you know, I was like, come on, man. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So, you know, like, like so we like, can have yeah, nice things rich, too. Rich white people are doing, like, they, they, they know, like, they, their problems are <laughs> potentially <Yeah>. different than yours, <laughs> than what you're going to discuss, probably. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't know what, but, you know, but like you know, uh, they discovered to have someone to actually say things to that you need to say out loud to. Like um, another chingaderas that comes to mind is because we were thinking about running some of these questions through like an AI program because that's really um, in in the top of the conversation right now. Everyone's talking about AI this, the AI chat that, GPT, chat GPT, mm-hmm. and all that. It all scares me. Yeah, it and, should. And out for context, because I know some people are just like super gung ho and excited about it. Some people are very like uh, anti learning about it um, or scared of it or just like, you know, it's 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 new and it's different. It's folks too excited or too like against. It's really it's a thing that's happening. And I think we should just like be be thinking about it, talking about it. I sit right in the middle. I don't care that it's happening, but I also want to be aware that it's happening. 
right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I could already tell I'm, I'm playing it slow because it's such a new thing that's getting uh, kind of um, a lot all at once. So I'm starting to see the, the holes in the, in the foundation where there was recently a question where they asked it to name all like the top. I forget what the, what the, what the discipline on? was. Where'd you see something? Um, I'll have to double back and tell you where I saw this, but it was just straight up like a, it was like screen grab. It was actual just chat GPT mm-hmm. questions. And it, it, and it was like one by one. It was like name the top. I forget the discipline. I want to say it was philosophers. And then it went like, um, all, uh, like Greek and it was all like, yeah, Greek. It was like, Oh now n- name me like Western, right? Like I, I want Western philosophers. And then it goes, well, why are there no, none of color? Then it did a new list with folks of color. Why in these three lists has it been only men? So now it's like getting to a final, like, or still not final, but getting to a list almost of people of color, women, and being like inclusive. But it took like six fucking questions. So if there starts building product and starts building, um, like, I don't know. Well, like, I mean, I don't trust it. It's built, it's built off of humans. Yes. Right? So like you. that's, Thank so you. that. Is yeah. that makes a lot of sense? That yes, it seems accurate. Yeah, yeah. it's already really, troubling. If you Google what are the top, te- you know, ten philosophers, it's going to be some shit from some mainstream, like very, like not not mainstream, but like you know, very yeah. like you know, big big. I don't know. Nat, Nat Geo might have a list or Diogenes. some shit. Yeah, and it'll be like here's all the Greek philosophers, and that's a very Western point of view. And so like it's a big world we live in. So like is that so? If you're saying this AI is going to really answer that question, is it really answering that fucking question? No, it's not. Like it's just it's just not. So we know that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's as problematic as anything else, right? It, it, like you, like you're speaking to. It's taking all of human existence, and our society is already flawed. So it's going to take all of those flaws, and it's just going to continue yeah, them. Like that's just some shitty perpetu- data just to be using. Right. Them, really, <laughs> right, right. build upon that. Build upon a shaky foundation. Sort of sounds like United States. Why it has a myth of how it's found. Ooh, bam, boom. Let yeah. me hold it. Let me just press. It. Oh, is this the right one? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That, you tied it back. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um, that's what we were talking about earlier. We were thinking about running one of these uh, questions through it, but maybe, maybe not yet. Do you? Do we have any more questions to run through chingaderas? There's one that I don't fully understand, but um, I like it. It says, how do you stay in touch with your feminine side? I need tips. I think Ooh. we got this. We got this. Just sit back. Just wait. Just wait. Sit, sit we back. got you. All right. Uh, I watch a lot of HGTV mm-hmm. um, and other sexist things that I could say. What am I? I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to put in other sexist uh, things. Keep in touch with my feminine side. Um, Flowers, I love flowers. Love on a flowers. Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. this um, is what you think being a woman is. Uh, You're telling us we're wrong. Or put being it, a femme. Yeah. Put we, it we in could chat. go to Coldstone Creamery. Yes, Ooh, that's even that's oh, even weird like, for me. I don't know, okay, but I, I let like me, that. Like, let me I, give some hold on. As a, can I just say that's very masculine to me? I would yeah. love a Coldstone. Yeah. Give me some cold. I like yeah. Coldstone. A nice cold table. Yeah. I say, go get yourself. <laughs> If you can, some lipstick, because that makes everything better. That's what we said. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, you know, get, like, one of those cheapy ones if, you know, you don't have the funds for uh, a luxurious one. It, 
you know, whatever. Just make yourself feel good and enjoy the color on your face and maybe paint your nails. Um, make time to be by yourself and um, be able to, like, you know, take the time to put on some lotion and do girly things and whatever. Like, you deserve that. It's important. It's important to take care of yourself so then you could take care of other people. And um, there are many things I do um, to take care of myself. And um, also uh, baths, I think, are very nice. I think that's a, a good, um, nice little luxury. And um, that's all I've got. So uh, I, it made me just wonder, like, what is a really, that is a weird question. What is feminine to you? Yeah, like, you I know, think <laughs> to I mean, me, like, yeah. Feminine is like caring for your body and like putting effort into how you look and 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 like feeling good and and soft. There's a softness to it, I think, as well. And so you don't obviously you could be feminine and be like whatever uh, sex. It doesn't matter. Um, it's it's like the sensibility of like I think luxury and caring caring for yourself ultimately damn i think it might be feminine yo yeah yeah you you luxuriate i just like to luxuriate yeah. it's yeah. like self-care is yeah. is uh emasculating folks out here like i, I won't partake in that <laughs> in that structure <laughs> we're a baths are emask uh, we're all very moisturized <laughs> so i don't know if that is that a yeah. thing not right now but i love how yeah. it has changed though you're right though it used to be like you couldn't just talk to your boys about like moisturizer back back. You know, like no. things have evolved where like I got really sound homies where I'm like, this fucking lotion slaps. Like moisturize. So I just take back. So I texted no, my, no one made a masturbation joke when you said that. Not anymore, right, man. Yeah, look at that shit. We've really progressed. That is yeah, fucking yeah, progress. Yeah. yeah. Look at This is Si Chingas, where we make up for all the shit-talking that we do and sort of just kind of look at all the positive things that are going on in life. Um, I got two. One's a really quick one, and one is, well, they're both kind of quick. Um, John Wick 4. I talked about in an earlier episode about how uh, I was, as, as a Si Chingas, my anticipation of this movie. It did not let me down. Um, it is the greatest film that's ever been made. Oh, oh. Uh, it, and if you disagree with me, uh-huh. I hope you don't. Yeah, I you, don't know how the 80-year-olds at the Oscars would feel about Don't care. Don't care. If, you, if they disagree with me, I hope they fall down all of the stairs in the world. Mm. And, then they land, and then they land on a pencil because they can go to fucking hell. And it's also mm. Lance Riddick's last film. Uh, Lance Riddick, if you don't know who that is. That is the lieutenant from The Wire. Oh, yeah. Tall dudes, bald. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, I want to set the stage a little bit, though. Um, Bold statement. Haven't seen it. I'm not going to argue on that. You said best film ever made. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't seen it, so I guess we can't argue. I guess we literally just got to go with it. Just got to assume that it is. Or fall down a bunch of stairs and land on a pencil. But if you've never seen the John Wicks, the the first, like, (laughs) few minutes... Um, I think this guy, they, they they set the stage. They basically spoiler suggest that. No, it's like the first 10 minutes um, that he like lost his wife is like what they're like, you know, communicating. And then 
um, she leaves him like a puppy. I don't know. So I don't know. What, they don't get into it really, but she leaves him this little puppy. And one of the first few nights, he's like in the home by himself. These people run in, try to rob him, and kick his little puppy. So like a lot of people think the whole series is just based on like anger. They'd be correct. Well, he from this, just like if someone kicked the dog, I'd. All bets are off. I learned some matrix moves. Killed the guy (laughs) that kicked the dog, and then it could have just ended there. Like all the deaths. I watched the second one. I think they kick another dog. What? Oh, it's like a perpetual dog kicking? No. Well, that's different. There's the, like a gang that's just going around kicking dogs, and we need to take care of them right away. I understand. Yeah. This is the worst gang I've ever heard yeah, of. You know like, what, though? But the yeah, body count dogs. in the series is like... Puppies. It goes yeah. along with that. Like, if you kick a puppy, or if you kill a puppy, then all the, 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 the amount of death that follows is appropriate here in the series. Um, okay. My, okay. All right. I, I think it's I guess cool. I have to accept that just like I accept yeah. the, it's the best movie. Just ever go. Made. I mean, right, you haven't well, seen it. You, what are you going to contest I, it? I, gotta, I can't. Um, Dolores Huerta came in uh, and was in the Chicagoland area. And if you don't know who she is, she's an icon when it comes to the civil rights movement, specifically the labor movement, specifically uh, the fight for farm workers' rights. And she was in Chicagoland, and I got a chance to see her. And I'll, I'll just be honest with you guys. I don't give a fuck about people. I don't give a fuck about celebrities. I don't give a fuck about any of this shit. This woman is one of the few people where I'm like, like awestruck by. She was 90 fucking three years old. She was wonderful at this event. And one of the things that I picked up on um, is that anytime anybody was trying to give her credit for like this movement or her position, she pivoted immediately to talk about the people who in, in the movement during the strike, during people who died, people who suffered. So it probably it was, came up a few times, people trying to give kudos. It probably happened a few times. She then. did it consistently and she had names on deck and she talked about them and said, Yeah, I get a lot of credit, but and she said, Here's the names of five people who died as a result of this Damn. movement, who who put their lives on the line. And I'm like, that's it. When you're talking about, like, if you want to see true movement and true, like, that's how you do it. You don't make it about you. And she's wonderful. Like, we all know. Like, we know what she's done. And she still was trying to put the spotlight elsewhere. And I'm like, that is powerful shit. And she kept it on the movement and not on her. And I'm like, in the world that we live in now, you don't see that too often. But I'm like, that was fucking impressive. Yeah, I've seen her speak before, and she's amazing. I, I hope to meet her someday. I have a Sichingas. Um, I had an event uh, this weekend, and it was part of the Ser Juana Festival at the National Museum of Mexican Art. And it was... Uh, like an evening with Erica Sanchez, right? It was cool. It was, it was called Into the World of Erica Sanchez. And um, I, I read some work, uh, a little bit from each book, and then some new work. And then um, I had an interview with um, a friend of mine who um, was so lovely. Anyway... Then we had like a little party and we turned up and we had this uh, playlist that I came up with and it was great. And I met so many amazing people and I'm just amazed by the fact that people like make such efforts 
to go to my events. I'm just very, very grateful for that. Um, and also the fact of, um, you know, I see these young girls, they're like teenagers, and then they drag their families to my <laughs> events. And it's just so cute to me that like, they just forced their dads out of, you know, the house to, to come to this thing. Um, because, you know, he loves his daughter. He's, he's going to go. And so, and it's like a whole family affair. I just think that's so beautiful. And um, it was just great to like be in my community and to talk to people about what the work uh, has meant to them because you know hearing that is is why I do it and so um, anyway it was a beautiful night had a great time and I I went home at midnight and that's pretty impressive for me yeah and my dress was fire I'm sorry but I just have to give myself props and the shoes I was gonna ask yeah. I wear the shoes yeah. okay dress. <laughs> but you mentioned uh you know folks coming out um was there like it sounds like there was some travel from what you were telling us. Like, folks came pretty yeah. far, and we're lucky to have the National Mexican Museum of Art in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. But also, folks you. traveled for that and, and, and your, your event, your attendance. Yeah, it was pretty unbelievable. Whenever people tell me this kind of stuff, I'm, I'm just shocked. Uh, someone came in from Houston, I believe she said, and then uh, someone drove from Ann Arbor, and then um, there was another one, another woman from Milwaukee, and um, I forgot where else. Kansas but City. Kansas City, yes, yeah. they drove. It was a whole family, and I love that. Is that the one who asked the question? I. Think there was there was a someone who asked a question, and it was like I brought my mom and my dad, and we all oh. read the book. Oh, that yeah, was yeah, fucking yeah. great. Yeah, I love that. I live for that. Um, when families read my book, I just. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe that. But um, it was a beautiful night, and I'm just really, really grateful for all of it. And now I have to uh, return to my cave so then I can reemerge into society. Yeah. New energy, new dress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a movie. I have a show um, that I've been watching, and I wanted to to share. And it's... Um, What's happening? I wanted to share a show. <laughs> the no, best. That's, that's the show. Yeah, was that that's the best. What, what oh. show is that? Oh, that's oh. before your time. He's Never baby. mind. Sorry. Yeah, he's a baby. <laughs> the hell? Continue. What the heck? Wow. Roddy got the joke. Um, and it's it's crazy. The title and just the whole like uh, premise, I didn't think it was something I would ever like. I'm like, this sounds gaudy, but I do like uh, 2 chains. And he has a show called Most Expensivist. And... When I'm like, uh, you know, having a coffee, having a conversation, I want something like light watching, almost like a light reading mm -hmm. in the background. I've put it on and man, he's like a smart, charismatic. We've always known that his raps are, are, are great. Um, but he'll like just tro it's, it's almost like trolling these super lavish, expensive things for no reason. He's not being like non-realistic about money. Like when people give these price tags, he's like, that's kind of dumb. But then if they're like getting to like a $30,000 bond, he's like, oh, well, like maybe I, it's high, but like I could maybe swing it. So like there's a, they're just mm. going into these ridic ridiculous things like hand carved chess boards. <laughs> the two chain is your commentator. And the way the videographer, his editor works is they chop it up so humorous where like these people <laughs> with these expensive offerings look insane. 
Oh my they God, make they make it very this. cringe. The the editing and the videography, thank you, is very. Um, that was not intentional. Hilarious. That was Matrix speaking. So, I need to watch. Yeah, because I need something uh, relaxing and luxurious. Dude, he brought his his like kids to the last episode, and it was so funny. They were trying like, like this um, like expensive like bug like private chef, cooking them bugs. Oh man. Like grasshoppers or what? Grasshoppers, yeah, they're very expensive. Hey, that's, that's Mexican. Like, that that's Mexican yeah. cuisine, dope. Yeah. That's that's dope. It was yeah, incredible. So, she changes so anyway. charismatic. Man. Yeah. Remember? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I thought we were done. My uh, bad. Go ahead, finish, finish, finish. Yeah, remember. Go ahead, guy. Simpson over yeah, here. Yeah, that's like a Homer bird. <laughs> Yikes! Um, remember to subscribe and rate and like and. High five. Wink at your phone. Stand by it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and you know, hug the computer screen. Tell Suri you love the podcast. Yeah. Subscribe. Let motherfuckers know. Tell your cousin. Tell your play cousin. We don't have any commercials. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we're trying to avoid that for as long as possible. I don't even Yet. know what who would who would sponsor us. Honestly, Portillos. Oh, Hot yeah. chips with cheese. Yeah. Portillos. Yeah. Brought to you by hot chips with lime. Bologna. Yeah. Bologna sandwiches would for sure. Spend. Can I clarify? My men's you? rights group I've talked to. <laughs> they, they, they're interested. They're <laughs> interested in sponsors. Maybe they, Randy sure. wants to join yeah. as well. They, we don't have much money. Yeah. I think there's like $8 like amongst yeah. the 40 of us. A lot of divorces amongst mm -hmm. that group, unfortunately. Where that, that's not, that's not yeah. something that we could monetize. Yeah. But uh, yeah, because there's a lot of broke dudes. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I just want to clarify my beef stance on that. Pertose. I just want to clarify. I, it's not dry. Mm -hmm. I don't like a dry beef. I love peppers, little jardinera, all that shit on my beef. That's not that's toppings. Mm. That's not the so, but, so moisture no level. Extra yeah, juice. no, a little bit of extra juice, but just don't don't put it. That's don't submerge. Don't submerge it because that's fucking that's absurd. Okay, fine. That's all. Do you ask for a ladle? Like, is that too much moisture? Like a little ladle of jus? It depends on how big the ladle. Ah, uh, see, you're losing. Like, you're okay, I have to go Ladles. watch Ninety Day Fiance. Oh yeah, no, so. I'm sorry. All right, oh, so I guess we're I'm done. Out. Out.